Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. Goat Channel! I don't know. We're at the podcast, baby. We're back. We're doing it. It's a Tuesday morning. A little chilly Tuesday morning, 29, but it's supposed to be a nice week. We're supposed to have warm weather. Not raining every single day like last week. So that's a good sign. Supposed to be warm. That's a good sign. Our podcast, not a clue. Not a clue what I'm going to talk about. Uh, not even not even slightly. So, I'm just going to ramble on. We're going to listen and we both going to find something new. But, uh, it's March 1st, though. March 1st. This year's already going by a little fast for me. A little fast for me. And... Supposed to have a baby soon. Not long, not long. 21 more days is when it's due. So, you know, babies come early and shit. Could be any time, honestly. So, I don't know when, though. Probably, I don't know, next week. Next week sounds good. Uh, we. It's a weird place to be having babies and shit though this world is this world's crazy i also value my sleep that i'm not gonna get no more and squalling whining dude can't even do anything for a couple years <sighs> it is what it is but yeah that's soon that's gonna be happening soon as of this week, though, nice weather means hopefully golf, unless unless there is something that happens like that. But hopefully get some golf in, been practicing my swing. I've, I've tweaked a little things. I feel a little stuff in it. Um, it. It's a little bit off, but then once I start swinging and I find it, it feels like, okay, I got that groove now. You know, I, I found it. I find it. Um, and I think that's going to be the thing when we when we start really when I start really trying to, uh, when I get out there, is to make sure I get that groove early. Because when I get that groove in the yard, it's hitting. But when I don't have that groove, I'm a little bit off, I'm a little bit chunking, I'm a little bit missing. Um, I think it's a tempo thing for me though. I think once my swing starts feeling real good, I start to speed up my tempo. and. Because it feels like, you know, okay, if I get my speed up, my tempo, I'll speed up and hit a little further. You know, I could be quick with it, quick through the ball. That's that's not the case with me, I don't think. I think I have to come back extremely so, slow. If you know Sunjay M, look him up. If not, I've got to come up. i got to come back, like, real slow like that. And then explode through getting my weight on my front foot. And I think that's the key for me. And that's what I've noticed that really helps my iron swings. I'm not sure about my driver. I haven't swung a driver in a couple weeks now. Uh, my driver was hitting good last time. It does, it, it does, I don't know. I have a feeling it's not gonna hit as well today. But, you know, it's one of those things we'll find out how well it hits and we'll go from there, but. Yeah, we're grinding though. We're gonna go play some golf, have some fun. Golf's so fun though. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just fun. It's a fun game. 
and I don't know, I would say it's relaxing and everything else, so I like it. That's that's basically what I'm saying. Is I really do enjoy it, and uh, you know, I hope to keep getting better. But it's crazy how much better I've gotten. Um, it took me until like recently though to really find the groove where I'm starting to hit pretty consistent. I mean, I don't have the ability that I'm going to be able to move the thing left or right or any crazy thing like that, but uh, I seem to be making pretty solid contact now. Somewhere I want to go back to, though, Purcell Farm. Man, I love that place. I went there one time, but I love that place. That place is awesome. Like, I just, I really do enjoy that. Like, I, I hope to be able to, you know, go back sometime and play there. Because, like I said, that is, uh, I have to say, that's probably one of my favorite places, if not my favorite place to, that I've played. I've played some decent courses, though. Um, I played some, I played one on the beach, though. That was a dream course. And because it's so cool to be, like, you can hit a ball in the ocean. That's what's cool about it, like. That, that's just what's cool about it. Like, you could hit a ball in the ocean, and how often do you, can you say that, I guess, you know? And, I uh, mean, how many courses really have that ability? I'd say there's not, like, a ton out there. So, you know, I guess because Pebble Beach is my actual dream course, getting a chance, because Pebble Beach is out of my price range, obviously. I'll probably never have the ability to get there. Um, you know, even as much as I'm grinding to better myself and trying to put myself in position, um, still, I'm not, I'm not making it like I want to. I want to be better. I want to continue to grind, but I just want to, I want to make it and, uh, I'm not quite where I want to be in life yet, but we're trying some stuff. We're going, we're going to keep trying and see what happens and, you know, maybe something will hit eventually and maybe it won't. But with that said, I, I, I bought some more sports memorabilia because it sold last time. Um, the pictures didn't sell, but all my jerseys except for one sold. And I'd say it'll sell because I forgot to put it on eBay. But yeah, all my jerseys sold that I bought. So I was like, I mean, if that's the case, and I made a pretty decent profit. So, you know, I made a profit. I can't say it's necessarily decent, but I made a profit, and making a profit is a big deal, you know, even if it's a little bit of a profit, even if it's just a little bit of a profit, a profit, that is a big deal, so I thought, okay, let's get back into this, well, I spent I, uh, I bought three last night, and I spent 95 or $96, something like that. Obviously, I'm going to buy more, but that means the shipping will be less for all the rest of them because it's going to be combined shipping. But $96 for three. That means I need to get 32 out of them. Um, and the bad thing is you have to get 32 out of them after ebays and fees and stuff so you know i gotta place them on there for about 50 
55. Depending on what they are, I do have a New York Rangers jersey. I may place it on there for 60. Um, but anything over $32, profit. So it doesn't matter. You know, obviously you want your margins to be wide. But as long as you're getting a profit out of it, that's a big deal. You know, that that's a good thing. You're, you, you're getting a profit out of it. The way I did my taxes last year, though, I didn't get to write off any damn, you know, cost of buying and selling. Because, like, it was trying to screw me out of money, so I was just like, fuck it. Uh, so hopefully I'll be making more this year and maybe be able to do itemized and, you know, make some money off of it. But, you know, that's the grind, and... But I'm going to try. I'm at 32 right now. I'm going to buy about $200 worth of product and then just see what happens. And hopefully, hopefully, I can sell it places like uh, Facebook. Because if you sell it on Facebook, you know, you don't have that issue. If you sell it on Facebook, then you don't have to worry about fees and stuff. So I can sell it for a straight, a straight 50 or straight 45 five dollar shipping that's an eight dollar profit per item and some items are a little more expensive than others but that's what i'm just saying that that way that's an eight dollar per item without ebay ebay though that's the thing with ebay if you've ever used ebay they take way too much of your money like there that that is no joke like you have to you have to put prices so high because they're gonna take a big ass chunk of your money every single sale. So in order to make profits on eBay, you have to like really put it so much higher. So yeah, that's uh but I'm in Facebook group, so like I said when I get them in, that's probably the first place I'll sell them. Because they could do PayPal goods and services, and yeah, they're going to still take a fee there, but it's not nearly as much as eBay takes. eBay took, I don't know what I sold the other day, but they took seven, out of $15 sale, after I paid, after I paid fees, shipping, I was down to $5 out of a $15 sale. <clears throat> so that's what's insane. That's what's crazy is like, you are, they, they get you. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. They get you and, you know, it's all a grind though. We'll see where we get, we see what we do and we'll keep doing it. But it's also fun to do, you know, it's fun to hold some product like that in your hand and to really make a big profit though, if you're only making like $5 off of it each time, you really gotta really go after it though. You gotta put like $5,000 into it. You know, say I do three, you know, I don't know. I mean, say you get three jerseys per $100 and you make $5 per jerseys. I don't know the math on that. I think it's gonna be something like, 
let's see if I can do the math real quick. Three jerseys per hundred, that's 10. That's 30 jerseys per 1,000, and then times that by five. You're looking at like 150 jerseys. So if you got 150 jerseys and you make $5 a pop at least, you're probably gonna make a little bit more, but let's say you make $5 a pop at least, that is gonna be $750, I think. Um, $5 a pop, yeah, $150, so yeah. $750, um, is that right? Yeah, that's right. $750. So that's $750 right there. Profit. You put that back into business. Next time you can afford $5,750. You know, you keep that cycle going. Let's say you make... But let's say you let's say you did $10 per. Or not even $10 per, but... If you did a little extra per, let's say that's $1,000. You could put $6,000 in next time, right? So then if you do 6,000 next time, you know, your numbers are gonna be, this is a big uh, num numbers podcast, it sounds like, but it is what it is. Also, the Lakers effing suck. John Morant's a beast. Let's get back to the numbers real quick though, crunchies. So, next time you get to use 6,000. That's the thing, like, each time you can go up, if you really truly make this a business, each time you can like make a profit, use that profit, continue to put it back into business, continue to make the profit, your 5,000 then grows to more money. So that is, that's the ideal. That's the plan. That's, you know, kind of how, how it's going in your head. So but that ain't being said, you can go to 6,000. Like I said, it was about, how many was it? It was 10 per 1,000 or 30 per 1,000, 150. So you're at 180 at 6,000 jerseys or $6,000. Let's say you get roughly five dollars per some of them's gonna get ten uh you said we're gonna round up a little bit but let's say we get five dollars per that puts you again at nine hundred and some profit that you know again you're probably gonna make a little bit more off of something else say a thousand dollars more profit you started with six got your six back you profit another thousand thousand each time hell you turn that five thousand dollars into ten thousand dollars fairly quick um so that's really how to do it is to continue to move your profit lines so even if you make a profit a thousand times each time no matter how many you have like no matter if you have six thousand dollars and you make a thousand dollar profit seven thousand as long as it's profit right as long as you have profit you turn that six, seven, eight, going to get nine. Nine will go to 10, 10, 11, 11 and 12. $1,000 profit every time. You turn $5,000 into a bunch of money by the time you're done. Um, obviously in this case though, 
one thing's gonna sell high, one thing might sell low. So you may lose the money on one jersey, make it on the next jersey. So you also you gotta take that into account, but overall, you put $5,000 in, likely you're gonna be able to get, and it don't have to just be jerseys, but I find that jerseys are what sells best. Uh, I've had some hard times moving pictures, so I think jerseys probably are the play. Uh, sell jerseys because they make they make the most money. Uh, and there's probably other things, cards, obviously, and then things like that. But um, jerseys are a pretty good seller. You can do other stuff as long as you think you're going to make a profit. But just like that, though, you can turn your money up. And, uh, I mean, it's a good idea. But there's also risk involved. You got to get your product sold and you got to, you you know, where I buy from, I have to buy it at the cheapest price I can buy it from. I mean, right now, like I said, I'm at about $32 a piece. Uh, technically, a little bit less on a couple, a little bit more on one probably. But the average out of all three were 32 I got combined shipping though. I buy on Prestine Auction. So I got combined shipping. What's gonna happen is I'll buy some more. The shipping won't be as high. There's one piece that's always high and then the shipping won't be as high. So it'll be a little bit lower the next time. So I'll buy some more pieces, but my key is to buy them below 30 before premiums and everything. Get them as low as I can get before premiums and combined shipping and hopefully at most be spending about $35 per. Then if I can't sell them on Facebook, hopefully I can just get my money back on eBay. Um, it's hard to turn a profit on eBay because you have to, in order to get that $35 back, you pretty much have to go a thousand or you pretty much have to go To get $35 back, you pretty much have to go to $50, $55. Like there's, I mean, that's pretty much what you have to sell for. And then you're not seeing, you won't see a profit out of that $55 on eBay. Now, if you sell that same jersey on Facebook for $55, you will see that profit. I mean, all it costs is about six dollars to ship, six or seven. Sometimes less. I don't know. It depends where it's to, but you can get it as low as five up to like seven bucks. But if you if you sell it just locally or on Facebook or something, you're looking at seven minus the fifty five, you're looking at forty eight. That right there is a thirteen dollar profit even if they tax you with it $3, you're still getting a $10 profit. On eBay, you're breaking even off of $55. That's the big difference and that's the key. I know this is a big eBay show, but, and, you know, I wish there was other places, like there are other places to sell stuff, but I don't know. I don't know how great the places are.
Like, I did try Macari out. It went okay. I don't think I liked it that much, though. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why I got off of Macari, to be honest with you. I just don't think it was really doing it doing it for me um if you have your own shop that's probably ideal though you still gotta take into account i'm sure whatever payment service you use they'll take the only thing about a real shop is you gotta buy the stuff in order to open it so you gotta pay at least like if you open a shopify you've got to have money but then you gotta get traffic to it and that is the hardest thing I'm trying to get traffic to every site I have right now. And that's the most difficult thing is trying to get traffic to your sites anyway. So eBay is the way to go. You just have to crank up the prices and try to turn the profit. Um, local and Facebook groups are also a very good way to go, though. Um, there's no doubt about that. So, But yeah, it's all numbers. And eBay just tries to fuck you, but... I guess eBay, though, I don't know if eBay, I guess eBay initially was just probably to sell your old crap, but still, they're taking money out, like, they're taking so much money out of your pocket, they're dirty. Like, I understand taking a little bit to sell on their platform, but, like, I feel like they're dirty, like, their fees are outrageous, I mean... That's all I could say is they're just a dirty company, really. Like, they take so much money from you to sell. Like, it's just crazy because somebody else is paying that much for the item that if you sold it in person, you're getting ten, five, ten dollars more than you would be selling on their platform. So, I don't know. It's just crazy. I think they're kind of dirty. I don't mean it like. I don't know. People sell on there just like me. Um, so they're doing, I guess, what's best for business. But it just sucks for people. Because there's no real platform that I know of right off the top of my head that's a big platform that's just easy to go sell to without issues, you know, like, you know, just simple don't take all my money you can take a little bit of my money i don't care to pay a fee i just don't like how it's a percent just let just take a fee off my money then like you know just take a fee a straight fee each sale like put a straight fee each sale in there and not necessarily you know don't have it be a percentage to where you're taking you know, I make two hundred. You're taking twenty or thirty dollars or something. You know, that that's that seems excessive, um, and that's where that's where the issue for me comes in on eBay. And I'll continue to sell there because you know I do I do make a small profit. But when I get these sports jerseys in, obviously that's going to be something that you know I think I think the key is to try to sell local try to sell 
um, you know, local, through Facebook, somewhere where you're not paying all those fees, get maximize your profit, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, I'll put it on both, and we'll grind, and we'll we'll go for it. That's, you know, I, even with the kid coming and going to be busy, obviously, you got to raise kids, you got to change the diaper, probably won't be sleeping much. Um, I just enjoy the business side, so I enjoy doing this stuff. Now, trying to make a bigger profit, that's where I want to be at some point. But, like I said, the way to do it is to spend $5,000 in merchandise, sell all that merchandise, and make that profit. For me, you know, I don't, I haven't went to that extreme yet. I, I buy just like a couple hundred, 500. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to be, I may buy myself one thing this time, but I'm trying to, you know, being in a sports or being a collector and trying to be a seller, that's where an issue comes in because you really just want to. You just want to uh, buy stuff to go with your collection as well as, you know, you want to buy stuff to go with your collection as well as stuff to sell. So that's that's where it gets dicey. That's where it got dicey the first time I done it is I bought a little mixture of both. Because I thought if I bought for myself, I could probably make enough profit to cover it. And I, I probably came close, but still, then you break even, I guess. And maybe that's why, you know, I guess if you break even and have that, I don't know. But that's where it comes tricky if you're a real collector is like you really want to buy some of the stuff you see because it's stuff that you don't have. Something you want to add to your collection. Because me personally... There's certain players that I would like to add just because I like them. But there's also the reason I like to do it. I like different stuff. So if it's something unique that I don't have part of my collection, like let's say not long ago I bought a knife autographed by like, I don't even know who it was autographed by now. Maybe Pet Cemetery, somebody or something. I don't know. I bought two of them. And like kitchen knives but autographed and you know that's the cool thing because I, I didn't have anything like that uh one thing i do want is the Ari lehman signs like so much stuff though like it's over so i mean he he over autographs which is fine because i want his big ass knife i want a big ass machete knife i think that's what it is that's on there uh, because how cool is that to go with the collection and stuff? An autograph machete knife. Like, that's a different thing. You know, that's something that you are not going to just, like, find. You know, and that that's something, obviously, there's probably a lot of people who have it now. But it's still something that's fairly new. You know, not new, but different. That, that's what I was going with. So, yeah, I mean, this whole, 
this whole world is this is the way it is though this is how you make money you just gotta do it it's a little bit out of time I guess uh, hopefully eventually it'll be a lot out of time a lot of bits and you just you keep bitting and you see what happens I mean it's, it's the name of business is do you got you got to put money in to make money that is a fact and no matter you know you just gotta put it in you gotta put it in to make it and we'll see what happens from there sports cards that's something else I want to get into I want to get into it not necessarily I, I would like to get in professionally like a you know an actual shop that would be the dream like that would be my dream job other than a distillery I've always wanted to open but that would be one of my dream jobs which is cool I mean maybe I'll get there eventually maybe I won't we'll just kind of see and you know we'll go from there but it's kind of it's what I consider would be like a dream job, though. It'd be something I'd love to go wake up every day and just go do. And then you can do break. Like, there's so much stuff you can do with a card shop now with it being, like, in this, like, internet digital world. So, just grinding. We're just being grind. But card, cards, that's something that I would like to buy and sell and flip and break. Like, I was in a break the other day. Wander Franco sold them, made a really solid profit. You're not going to be that lucky on all breaks. You know, you're not going to get that lucky on the breaks. You're not going to be... You know, you're going to have bad luck. Sometimes you're going to hit. Sometimes you're going to miss. Same thing with if, if you buy those hobby boxes, which I thought about buying some, you're going to hit and you're going to miss. Like, that's the scary part because you don't know, you don't know when you're going to get to that number you need to be at. And, you know, you want to get that money back. Obviously, if you buy hobby boxes, you also want to be a collector. I mean, if you're going to buy hobby boxes, obviously you want to be a collector as well. So you want to collect what's, you know, in your personal collection, depending on what that is. You also want to hit massive and sell. And then if you hit massive and sell, you make that profit. That profit goes into your, you know, your business account. And then you have more money for other stuff. And, you know, it's, it's just a cycle. That's the honest truth. It's just a cycle of how you're supposed to do it. You have to invest money to make money. Once you make money, you reinvest the money. And you just make that a cycle and you just keep going it. You don't touch it. You don't need to touch it because it's not a business yet. Now, when it turns into a business, then you have to take a little chunk of profit each time. I mean, you got to take like a salary for yourself. And then reinvest with so much and flipping stuff like that. And that's just, see, I've got this business mind and I know how business works and I know how I can accomplish stuff, but it's hard. It's hard to invest a big chunk of money in something. It's also difficult to, uh, I mean, that's the most difficult part of it is to really just put it into something like that. And just because I have the ideal and I know what I can do and, you know, how to do it and all that stuff, there's also you got to think about what the business plan is, what kind of business you want to run. I, you know, 
the jersey one's cool but i don't know if that's it though i don't know if that's the actual money maker or what would be the money maker or what would i you know want to do so those are all things you got to think of like i said i know the business i like i know kind of the business world i know i've got a business mind you know i have a plan i have a set plan in place you know i have ideals um, but it's not always like it's going to it's not always going to hit and it's not always going to be one of those plans that works and so that's the grind and that's what you got to kind of you got to kind of build towards that and you got to figure out what's going to be worth it though um don't lose your money i guess basically that's that's what you got to figure out so i don't know we're grinding we're still working uh we're gonna try to get to a place eventually and i know i babbled on but this is a good business talk business 101 1205 no i'm just playing but also investing investing is a huge thing i mean I'll, i i do have investments like in the stock market so i mean there's all kinds of stuff you can do but I won't be rich. I ain't even playing. I don't want a piece of the pie. I want the whole damn pie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want a piece though. I don't want a. I don't want a crumb. I don't want a little piece of it. I don't want you to break me off a piece of that pie. I want the whole damn Kit Kat, and I want the whole damn pie. And I don't know if I'll get there, but I sure as hell gonna try to get there. Um, so. This is Go Channel. We out. We rambled. We scrambled. We done.